Welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks, shortcuts, designed to shape your best life and business in the least amount of time. I'm your host, David Ubita. Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs starts right now. Hey, welcome back to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks to help you shape your best life and business. Our next guest went from the inner city streets of Chicago to coaching in the NFL for teams like the Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers, and the Chicago Bears, to name a few. His name is Coach Angel Lopez, and we'll dive into his story when we return. Hello. Coach Lopez. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, man. Thanks again so much for taking the time to, to chat with us here on the podcast, uh, Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs. <laughs> and one of the things that I know about you is how compassionate and passionate you are about making a difference in the lives of, of, of people uh, and youth, is, is, you know, specifically. Uh, yep. I, I'd like for you, though, and most people on our show probably have seen some of your work in the NFL, et cetera. But right. what I would love is for you to share some of your journey, some of your story. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> that know, was dirty. <laughs> yeah, because I've heard some of it, but uh, yeah. and even the little that I've heard has been so inspiring. I wanted to bring you on the show and have yeah. you share uh, your journey and then you know what, what drives you to continue to make such a difference in people's lives. Well, David, uh, thank you for letting me be on the show. Uh, uh, it's, what, one of the things that drive me the most is it's the kids. It's really the kids. And, um, you know, uh, it's something that I really love because, you know, being a football coach and, and uh, yeah, being involved in the NFL and, and getting back to the community, I, one of the biggest things that I, I believe in is they youth, they need help. They just need help, and it's very different the way I grew up and the way it is now today. You know, a lot of these uh, children are come home come home to single family homes, and you know, they don't, sometimes they don't have a mother or a father or a grandmother's bringing them up. So you know, it's just not so many things for these kids to do. So what happens is these kids go through the streets and they turn into gangs or and a, a lot of stuff that's going on right now. So. What drives me now is just, just being involved and, in, 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 you know, putting sports in the community. And, you know, my journey is, is just a, a long journey. As you know, David, that I, I grew up in, in Chicago and I grew up in the Upper Park area. And um, a lot of doors opened up for me. And the opportunity that I got from, uh, you know, playing college football and, and, and moving up and, and had an opportunity to try out for the NFL teams and, 
it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. And, and not only that, but going back to my neighborhood and, and be able to be humble and have humility and, and get back, you know, and, you know, it's something that is very wonderful to show people that this could be you. This someday could be you. But, you know, don't let the streets beat you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, been, it's been wonderful, David. So let's talk a little bit about your journey um, in yep. the NFL because you're not uh, – breaking barriers and stereotypes is not something oh, that's common for you. And yeah. I, I, I'm so proud of some of the accomplishments uh, that you've been able to, to yep. achieve, even more proud of the fact that you're paying it forward and helping other people – uh, inspiring them to do the same. So tell us a little bit about your NFL journey, coaching, etc. Well, well, you know, uh, as you know that, uh, David, I, you know, how I started, you know, in, in my journey is I started coaching and when I got done um, in the Canadian League, in the NFL, um, came back and uh, got into the coaching world. Um, I coached at a school called Weber High School in the Catholic League in Chicago. And then after I moved on after that, I got into several universities, you know, big universities, and, you know, from Florida State, Southern Illinois, you know, and some of the other schools that I've been involved with. And in the 90s, they had a program called the NFL Minority Coaching Program. And that started by a guy named Art Rooney and Bill Walsh from the 49ers. And... That was that program is for minority coaches that who are coaching college football who to come into the NFL and um, and learn the NFL way of coaching. Mm. And there's some famous names behind that, you know, uh, Tony Bungie that won a Super Bowl. He went through that program. Uh, Lovey Smith, from the former Chicago Bears, now he's with Universal Illinois. He went through that program also. There's so many huge actions from the Cleveland Browns. He went through that program. So, so it shows you that, you know, minority is growing in the NFL, and that's how I got started. And I got an opportunity to coach with some, of these, uh, some of these NFL teams and build a real big uh, bond uh, with some of these coaches. And one of the biggest things that I was so, so impressed as a, as a young coach is, you know, you're like a kid in a candy store when you see these famous coaches. You see these famous coaches, man. Um, and you, you know, you're 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 in your mid thirties, and and you and you're looking at these guys. I'm like, wow, man, holy smoke! You know, Bill Walsh, and you meet uh, Art Shell, You know, former Raider, 49, Tom Flores. Um, you know, all these guys that you see, man, you be like, wow. You know, it, it, it is a it is a you know. Um, it's just an honor being around those guys, you know, and then the bonds that, you know, that I built with those coaches, you know, for many, many years. And, and, and it wasn't for those guys that opened those doors for me and, and gave me the opportunity to, to you know, to be involved in the NFL. Um, I, and I would not have done this today. Hmm. And, you know, a kid like me coming from, was Puerto Rican and, and grew up in Humble Park and became the first Puerto Rican in, in, involved in the NFL and be a part of it. And uh, now my fraternity, which is the NFL alumni, um, it supports me, you know, because those guys 
are behind me and have my back. Everything that I do in the Latin community. So, so you know, it, it is it is it is just an honor knowing that that my community and my and my my people that see my Latin people see that wow, you know, this guy's been in the NFL. He's bringing out all the players to our community, eating and, and conversing, you know, talking and and having a good time. Even the kids, you know. And, and and for that to do that, you're touching touching many many lives, you know. And you know, as you know, that uh, in the in the NFL, the the uh, the uh, community, especially the Latin community, is starting to grow. And to bring in for the first time, bringing in NFL players to our community, it's a big difference. And kids are kids are, and parents are really really like it. And and what happens with that is. When you start seeing NFL players, then they start thinking, "Wow, I, I, I think I got to get myself together and go to school." And you know, but it starts with education. You know, it really does. And, you know, so in order to get to where you need to get to, these guys are regular guys like me and everybody else who played and 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 coached, and you know, they got regular lives and and they and they went through education. You know, and and they now are giving back, David. You know, so. But uh, my journey has been has been one wonderful journey. As as uh, I got appointed by Desmond Clark uh, from the NFL alumni president, uh, former All Pro tight end of Chicago Bears, um, he appointed me as the first Latino community liaison, and uh, and I've been ever since uh, producing and bringing uh, people like him and and many other NFL players to our community. And uh, very successful ever since. That's that's freaking awesome. You, you know, you you've been gracious enough to have me come out to some of your events um, as a yes, host yes, speaking, yes. and it's been such an honor to do that for you guys and 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 work with you guys. And the one thing I will say yes. is, I over the years have had the opportunity to hear a lot of speakers um, from really great, well-known ones, from speakers that no one's ever heard of. That just, right. just make you like literally just start bawling, right? Because they're just it's such a powerful presentation. The right. one thing I will say is that when I whenever I see you grab the mic and connect with these kids, it, it's like you want to hug all of them, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, it, I do. Yes, I do. So much love and, and compassion. Uh, I mean, you'll drive hours, right, to to an event just yep. to spend one hour with these kids. Yep. Yes, I will. What is the what fuels you to do that? Is it you know the humble beginnings from the violent streets of Chicago, or or I mean, walk us through that? Well, you know, David, it's a lot of all those things you said. Um, I think the the key thing for me is I'm a father myself mm-hmm. and a grandfather, and one of the things that what I see all the time when you see a child going hungry, when you see a child um, homeless. When you see a child being abused, David, you know, it, it, it touches me. Yeah. And when they come to me, when I did a speaking engagement at Mozart Elementary School, I had a young lady, 12-year-old, came up to me. She was inspired, but she came and cried in my arms. Mm. I, was so, I was so touched by that. That young lady's not homeless anymore. That young lady's not getting, getting there. That's due to my partner and my right-hand man, Robert Torres from Parent Peace and Justice. Yeah. Uh, who I am a board member, and I'm the sports director for that organization. That's because of the gun violence and 
and all the situations that's happening in Chicago. Um, that's the reason why how all this started, to be honest. Uh, let me give you a little quick background about uh, 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 Parent Peace and Justice. Yes. Um, six years ago, Robert Torres came up to me and wanted me to um, to do. Uh, uh, he wanted me to help because I I was speaking at a at a arrangement and I was speaking at a arrangement uh, that they had downtown Chicago and I got invited for that. So and so we we sit down and talked and he said, Hey, I heard you talk. I saw you know what you brought. You from the community, you know, and uh, I don't like to have a guy like you in our community. And he's like, I go to him, oh, Robert, you know, I'm really a coach. You know, that's all I can do. I can't really do vigils and, and uh, all those things. I'm not, you know, I could do the healing. I can do the, you know, the, the positive stuff of it, but I, I'm not, I don't have those, that kind of strength. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I understand that. But you, you bring something that a lot of people don't bring in sports and bring in professional athletes to, to this because you're one of us that grew up in the neighborhood. So, so he, uh, um, so that's, that's just, uh, 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 um, that's the situation. And, and, uh, so, um, that's the situation that I, 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 you know, I started with him because of the situation that happened. And, and, uh, so we started, you know, I started, you know, bringing the healing, for the kids, you know, I saw when I went my first visit with him, I saw all the kids and those kids lost their own sibling through gun violence, mm. you know, and, and that right there to me touched me. So I go to Robert, you know what, I'm going to help you. I'm going to, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to say, I'm going to bring in sports. I'm going to bring in, I'm going to bring healing. I'm going to bring my friends over. So what I did is I started off with a good close friend of mine. And he's a famous background. His, his name is Tom Finks Jr. Mm-hmm. And Tom Finks Jr. is a, his father was the general manager of the Chicago Bears in the 70s. Uh, he's the one that picked Walter Payton in the first round mm-hmm. in, in the NFL. So that's history right there itself. His father also was a Vikings general manager. And he was also was a quarterback in the 60s and with the Steelers. And he's also in the Hall of Fame in the NFL. So, um, and Tom came in and I, so I told Tom the whole situation, Tom, same thing, fell in love and, and saw Angel, I'm going to help these guys too. I'm going to be with you on this. So he came on board and as you know, David, he saw what he did there too, Yeah. you know, and Tom owns his own company called pro sports experience. And he does camps all over the country with NFL teams. Yes. Uh, and he's, that's how well he's known across the country. And, and doing sports camps. So he came in and blessed our community, our like community, who cannot afford $350 for a camp. He came in and blessed our community. Wow. And those kids, for the first time, uh, went to a Chicago Bears youth camp. And, and, you, and now it's like saying, telling David, it's like telling you and myself, like say, you got Tim who lives in Wellmet. But then you got Angel that lives in Humble Park. Now, you got two different cultures and two different people from two different areas. Now, what you're doing is you're bringing those two together to learn, learn each other and learn how they, why Tim is getting all the love and got all that money. But while Angel 
you know, mom's on food stamps or struggling. You know, he's, he, he's trying to learn. So, so they come together. They collaborate. They have fun. They, now they become friends. Okay. Uh-huh. So, and, um, so that's what that is. And, and then that's what we did in the community. Now it's been, it, it, this has exploded to our communal Latin community. We got the Blackhawks involved. You know, they came and helped out with Elizabeth and, and, and Robert through Tom, because Tom used to work for the Blackhawks organizations also. So, so, so all those collaborations and all those people due to what I brought to the table. She's playing the league for many years, vice president, former vice president of the NFLPA, another close friend of mine. So, so I keep bringing in top-notch professional athletes to the table, okay? And, and that's what I'm doing. I'm bringing in guys who, who, who are top-notch. And, and what I'm doing right now is a guy named Tyrone Keyes who played for the 1985 Bears. He's doing it in Florida, but he, he, he took it to another level. He, he gets millions and millions of dollars, and he takes all the, and this is including black community and in the Latin community in Florida, and he, he, he gives scholarship money to those kids to go to college, and he follows them throughout their whole college life and adult life and helps them and keeps helping them. Wow. That guy does a lot of work. That's my dream. That's what I want to do. That's what he knows that I want to do that, and I, that's my dream to do the same thing. And that's what I, that's another, another level that I want to be in because once I help somebody, I want to follow them. I want to, I want to know what they're doing. I want to see their testimony. I want to show them, okay, wow, you know, Maria, she was homeless. She had, you know, her mom and had five kids and now she graduated eighth grade. She graduated high school. Now she graduated college. Now she became a CEO of a fortune 500 company, but look at her journey. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and, and this is what I'm saying. Now, as a football coach, I have that already. Now, as a football coach, I could tell you that my, my boys, all my boys I've coached, they're, they're very successful. And I tell you, and I, I can tell you that right off the bat. I have a player right now who's actually finishing his career with the Detroit Lions. I coach in the Whitefish Bay High School in Wisconsin. He was with my son's teammate. I have another young man named Tim Morris, uh, played at Grambling State. Uh, play with a famous coach out there. Um, he's now he's an FBI agent in Chicago. Wow. Okay. I, I have I have former football players who are play for me. They're they're lieutenants and captains for the police department. One of my other Latino uh, uh, wide receiver, Dan Vega, he's now with the ESPN in Chicago. He's an executive producer for them. This is what I'm trying to tell you. We as coaches, we have to teach. We are a parent, but we also are consultants. We are counselors we are you know we are teach we have important things to teach our kids in life when you're coaching you coaching is teaching and teaching is coaching okay and this is something i've learned let me tell you i learned this when i was young i learned this from a famous coach his name is bill wash bill wash is one of the best speaking guy in the nation he used to travel everywhere all over in com- for in companies and talk about football in companies Incorporations, wow. and you know, David, that's what you know you're into. So it, it, this is football and business is really into it. I mean, I got companies calling me and wanted me to talk, Beautiful. you know, and talk about how football is. I do coaches clinic. I speak at coaches clinic. 
So, so I talk about how you can get the maximize of your players. So that's what I do in the community. You know, I maximize and use the guys to help me and they follow me and they know what I'm bringing to the table. So, and I, and I do that. My passion for these kids is I can't save everybody. I know I can't. I know that. I know we got people out there, grassroots organization. They want to save everybody. I know I can't, but I could do one thing. I prefer not to put a band in the community. I, would, I prefer to put a blanket in the community. Mm. You know what I mean? And that, that's what I do. That, that is such a powerful statement. Could, could you, as we wrap up this call, um, and again, yep. thank you so much for taking the time yep. uh, to just chat. Uh, I could literally listen to you for hours. Uh, that's no <laughs> yeah. That's no a lot of people come <laughs> So yeah, yeah. That is such a. I think we can end on that note. Meaning the life yep. hack for entrepreneurs, meaning shortcuts, right? So what does that mean to you, the blanket statement that you just made? That's so powerful. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you asked me that because I say this almost every other day when I talk to people. You know, in the community, in every community, in Chicago, whatever community you're in, there's a lot of politicians, there's a lot of people who in 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 powerful, powerful seats. So what they do is, is they try to come out there and they say, okay, hey, I'm complaining, I'm doing this, I need help. Okay, I'm going to go out there. I'm, I'm, I'm a politician. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to go put a Band-Aid on it just to stop the bleeding a little bit, but I'll see you later, okay? What happens when you put a Band-Aid on there? It dries up. Sooner or later, that wound is going to open up and throw away. But that wound, when that wound is dried up and, and when that wound is dried up, it's dry, okay, it's healed. But, you know, you can get a cut again. Mm. And you can, again, you got to put another banding in there. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, you can't do something temporary. You got to do something permanent. Mm. Now, the blanket means that, means love. Blanket means, you know how you as a father, you see, you, the first thing you see when your child was born, he was covered in a blanket. Mm. And that's love, man. And that's what that is. Don't put a Band-Aid in the community. Put a blanket in the community. Show them some love. And then that's, that's, what it, that's a transcend that it happens in the community. And that's why I tell people that all the time. This is why this is so powerful because people like that. When I say that, they go, yes, this is it. But this, you know, you know, it's not only me that I got this from, but I got this also from Robert. And Robert said that, you know, and I love it. But I took, I took, I took it to a different interpretation. So, so, and I love it because that's what that is. You know, we, we, we cannot, they, we cannot put a bandaid in our community and our kids. We got to put a blanket on them. We got to cover them. We got to show them some love. We got to love these kids like you. If you love your children and you love them dearly and you want to give them everything you can, but the number one gift you give your child is love, man. A hug and say, hey, Johnny, Jose, hey. How was your day? You hug them and you say, hey, how was your day? That's the best gift of all, man. Yeah. You know, knowing that it's not the money in your pocket or, or PlayStation, whatever. It's something that you say that you care, you know. The same as, as with a female. I'm a father of three girls, okay. And, and my daughters, uh, um, uh, you know, when they have their moments, I take them out for an ice cream. to let them know I love you. And, I, and, and here, let's have an ice cream together. You know what I mean? And, and they feel good after that because we're bonding. We're, we're, we're building memories. It's not buying clothes or buying this. 
It's the memory you're building, man. And that's for every child. That child is going to remember what I did to him at that school, at Mozart Elementary. That child's going to always remember that. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And, 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 you know a child's like a glass. You fill it into water, that's memory, man. You know? And if you, if you, if, when, when, what happens to a glass when it's empty is nothing. Okay? So, so we got we to gotta constantly fill in that glass. In our community, we got to give them knowledge, David. We got to keep moving forward and give them the love they need, David. You know, and I, I also want to thank you for this opportunity to talk to you with this podcast. Coach Lopez, once again, bringing it. <laughs> love, yeah. love the analogy. Thank you again so much. Hey, guys, when yep. we return in the next segment, this week's coaching tips, stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast with your host, nationally featured author, speaker, and online marketing strategist, David Ubeda. We'd love to hear from you. Visit our Facebook page right now and tell us about your favorite episode at Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs. And make sure to share this episode with someone else. This would also inspire. Until next time, continue to grind, grow, and give.